Monorant, the only boys rewatch podcast that thinks two one-hour podcasts is somehow different from one two-hour podcast. It is! <laughs> we'll see. I'm one of your hosts and jack-of-all-trades Mono, and with me is my co-host and master of none, Kira. Lair. Welcome back to part two of our Herogasm coverage, guys. We went the tantric route this week and got you all worked up first and then made you wait for the main event. No show notes, no summary this time, but as usual, complete and total spoilers for the episode and potential spoilers for the comics. Yeah. Oh, I tell a lie. There is some show notes because I never said who the director or the writer was last time. Uh, yeah, so the writer was Jessica Chow Chu. I'm not 100% sure. I, I'm sorry. Uh, the director was Nelson Craig, who directed the previous episode. Yes. And extra shout out this episode for the DP Dan Stoloff, or Stoloff again, I'm not sure, and I apologize. And the stunts from, or the, the stunt coordinator was John Koyama. Yes. All of whom did a fantastic job for this episode. Yeah, shall we uh, plunge back into it, pick up where we left off? Yeah, so we left off with um, a little road trip. Yeah, well that's where we're picking back up with M.M. and Annie in the car. Yeah, where all the good conversations happen between Anna, M.M. and Annie. Yeah, and let it not be said, I am too proud to admit when I'm wrong, because I was wrong, and... Uh, there was more involved than a simple car crash with M.M.'s backstory. You were right. Yeah, because I paid attention. <laughs> that was hey, clearly a wrecked to, building. I pay attention too, yeah. but, you know, I write notes also. Yes. Yeah, We Annie straight up asks M.M. about his tick. Yeah, what's the deal with your OCD? And, and <laughs> he words. just moves his hand and goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Ed, the real obvious look for my yeah. Come on, seriously. Yeah. And yeah, he does. He he opens up to her and tells her all about what exactly Soldier Boy did to his family, and basically he threw a car through his house, yeah, and killed at least his grandpa, but I assume a few other members but, of his family. Yeah, I kill. He says he killed his whole family. Like yeah. he, they lived up. It, it was Harlem. It was a yeah. He says it was the extended family. Yeah. So a car through a house with a more of- than like two people in it is yeah probably going to kill more than yeah. two people or more than one person. But uh, yeah, it, it's when he's talking about it afterwards and like he's talking about it, that's why I get up and check the burners because if I don't, Soldier Boy is going to come back and kill the rest of my family. Yeah. Uh, it's heartbreaking and fair play to Laz Alonso. He really sells it in that scene. Oh, I, Laz Alonso this whole episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but particularly it, in that, in that there's, scene. From this scene onwards, it's just gut-wrenching. And hilarious. <laughs> there, thank fuck there's that moment of hilarity in there because otherwise it's just too sad yeah no it is and it it lasts just long enough I think as well yeah it's, we don't dwell on it too long because they get to the party pretty quickly afterwards yeah and that is also <laughs> hilarious it, it's a different person answers the door well a different entity answers the door this time oh I really wanted I really hope that somebody somewhere has a cut of this where it's CGI googly eyes on it. You want googly eyes on the giant prehensile penis? Yes. <laughs> it looks like it should have big stupid googly eyes. <laughs> MM is not best pleased to see him. No, I wouldn't be either. I did have a bit of a like, why, why? Is, why is Love Sausage there? Apart from the obvious, you know. Well, yeah, the obvious but like he, plot reason of yeah. he, he's the one who's listening to Russian music. But yeah, because he was a test subject in Sage Grove. He's not a C-list soup. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy we got more love sausage. Well, in but, fairness, they're all perverts, so they probably found him somewhere. Well, yeah, let's bring the guy with the giant dick to the orgy. Kind of a, a, a no-brainer. Can have a ride. Oh, my God, it's like a banana boat. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everybody gets to go. 
But yeah, no, it is kind of a no-brainer to bring the guy with the giant prehensile dick to uh, uh, That thing orgy. is fucking sentient. It, like, shuts the door and stuff. And, like, he's having a chat with somebody and it's, like, mixing fucking drinks in the background. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fun to get Love Sausage. And that's the, he, he gets his actual name. He decides, oh, that's, that's a good name for me. I just, the way it was, like, hovering around behind Mother's Milk like a fucking cobra ready to strike... <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no. That, also, that Annie being like, "Yeah, he he just loves the vagina." <laughs> yeah. Yes. That, yeah, no. Annie's Annie's like selling of of why MM is there. <laughs> it's great. All right. But when they get inside, would you well, would you like to talk about it? You seem to have more of an issue with it than me. What? You were unimpressed with the orgy. Uh, I was too. I my, I think they I think they overhyped it. I think in the, I... the marketing. Yeah, I was... Not the episode, just the orgy side of it. Yeah, because what is it? It was like, oh, okay, cunnilingus, cunnilingus. Yeah, there's an awful lot of cunnilingus. There's some anal, there's... We see termites shrinking down again, and we see a... But we've seen that, like, twice already. Yeah, we see a floating dildo. There's some electric nipples. Yep, there's some electric nipples. There's the dick on fire, but he's not even doing that anyway. He's just walking past... Um, There's the ice dildo, which is wholly unpleasant. That is the only scene that is reminiscent of anything from the comic books that that but not, is close to. And but that's, not from Herogasm. That's not from Herogasm. No, that's from when they're doing Very surveillance on, on Teenage, teenage kicks. kicks. Yeah, And Huey sees some of the prostitutes. They snort a mix of vegan coke, coke and he to, asks what it to is, be yeah. able to, to basically not die. Yeah. And um, it's it's really horribly graphic. And that one thing with the ice dildo, that's all I needed. I knew um, knew what it was referencing. It was like, yeah, yeah. And again, handled way better than the comic because the comic is, that doesn't make light of it, but it's... it's They they, they get danger pay when they actually have the Herogasm event itself, which yeah, they in, actually... in world is a big like life, earth-threatening event and all the suits go off to this island of debauchery. Yeah, yeah, and, and the sex workers they, there. They bring in all the sex workers and they've all got NDAs and they literally get, I think it's like 50,000 or 500,000 each. I can't remember how the, much it is, it but there the is, week. yeah, it's one a, of them makes a conversation of... It's a uh, stupid like, amount of money. Yeah, one of them says it's like, it's a tough week, but you can basically retire after it. And you probably are going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> That's if you survive the week. Yeah, because when M- MM makes the point of it and you see that poor girl and the dude with the ice dildo, yeah, she's really not enjoying the, it. No. And yeah, it'd be very similar to poor poor Seth. Oh, getting his dick broken off. Yeah, yeah. But back to the point of yeah, there was apart from I those was kind expecting of moments, way crazier shit. There, I was happy to hear come on my hump. Yes, that's straight out of the comics. That's only it's not a whole line of guys waiting to jack on She Hulk's hump. Yeah, while she's in the pool. But it was it was enough to just get the yeah. the the call out. Um, also the Batman Robin. Uh, duo. Batman, holy ass ramming. Yeah, holy ass ramming. Yeah, that. that uh, was funny. There was also like a Wonder Woman kind of nod because it was somebody there with like a glowing lasso type thing. Yeah, doing some BDSM stuff. There was and the there was... dude in the full suit, like just mind fucking people. Yeah, there was a gimp or two. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it says more about us that we thought that was tame, but, but even but... in context of the show. Yeah, like you've got termite getting out of somebody but we've already seen Termite be in somebody and get out of them in a rather unfortunate manner already this season let alone seeing Termite basically cannonballing into a woman in episode one season like season one yeah. so that's not anything new that's just his thing that's what he likes to do he likes to get up on people with his dirty dirty feet yeah and we saw like we saw a couple of things in the soup club in the very first episode we saw flying sex we saw stretchy sex with Ezekiel yeah oh yeah I forgot that. and, that's hilarious do we reckon that was Ezekiel 
when you oh, hear the woman say you're powers. stretching powers. I don't know. I think because according to VNN, yeah, they would have been all. They, well, they say that they're all C-listers anyway. Yeah, and but according to the VNN, the seven on seven segments wasn't. Oh, he was having charges brought against him. Yeah, so I don't think he would be at Herogasm. Mm. Anyway, yeah, um, but it just seemed a bit kind of. Yeah, we've got yeah. we've gotten more if graphic it was stuff in the show. To be this like and the way everybody like the way the deep is like oh, hero gasm mm. and it has this aura and you get there and it's just like what? don't don't it's get me wrong. It's the wish version <clears throat> of it. <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's not like I wanted to watch sixty minutes of superheroes fucking because that wouldn't have been an episode of the boys. Like the episode itself is great. But for what they, how they set our expectations, both with the marketing and with the start of the show itself, like yeah. with the deep arriving and all that. Yeah, when we actually got into it, it didn't seem all that debauched. No. I do love the house, though. I, I'm quite fond of the, the, the house itself the, with all its little rooms and stairs and split levels. Yeah, it's, it's got it's some a, weird architecture. Yeah, it's a fun house. Um, I also like the fact that it's in Montpellier. Yes, so Annie says that. It's up very, the Monto. <laughs> at the very end of the episode when Annie's giving her little um, report, she yeah. says, I'm in, in Montpellier, Vermont. Vermont, which, well, I don't. it might be an actual place in Vermont, I don't know. But in Dublin, Monto, as it was locally known, was the biggest red light district in all of Europe at a time. Yes. So I just thought that's a fitting place to have a superhero orgy. I just felt really sorry for the weight stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Because, no. Well, I mean... Don't touch me. I'm pretty sure the waitstaff aren't just waitstaff. Like, I'm pretty sure the waitstaff are also sex workers. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I do like as well how when when Annie and M.M. get inside and M.M.'s giving her the rundown on on what herogasm is, he's like, oh, Frenchie would have loved this. He he always wanted to see it. Yeah, oh, he's going to be so disappointed he missed this. And it's mentioned, Butcher mentioned it as well. But one of the first things Butcher says outside. Frenchie's going to be heartbroken that he missed this. He's always wanted to see it. And I was like, he's not missing much. I'm sure Frenchie has gotten up to more debauched stuff himself. We know Frenchie's gotten up to more debauched stuff. (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) In fairness, okay, I wasn't expecting like mounds of drugs or anything like that maybe termite like backstroking in a pile of cocaine yeah and I mean okay we got we did we did get almost goatseed on the TV screen when (laughs) the TNT twins are having their fight about the the, the camera toilet yeah but yeah again (laughs) other, other than some full frontal nudity and some there wasn't even a big pile of people on the lawn. No. Yeah. No, there wasn't. You'd, you'd expect at least a pile. <laughs> yeah. Back to the pile. But when... It, didn't, it also hadn't spilled over into the pool because when they looked, when they, they're at the back, yeah. there's two people getting it on on like a lounger. Somebody's got a tail. I think it's a tail anyway. Yeah. And then there's somebody else getting blown on a lounger and that's about it. And it's like, there's a whole big pool there, guys. <laughs> yeah. No. So, not, not disappointing, Orgy, but just... Slightly underwhelming, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, but everything that happens it, yeah. plot-wise there, fucking great. Oh, yeah. We find out that Soldier Boy started here orgasm with Liberty. Yay. Because <laughs> I had been saying, I was like, hang on, if Soldier Boy started here orgasm, there's no way that he would have named it after an orgasm. And you were like, no, nah, that was probably Liberty. You yeah. know, especially given her for one of her first sexual encounters with a Homelander was, well, get to work down there, boy. Yes. She's a woman who knows what she wants. And yeah, and speaking of things that we've seen, we saw Baked Potato Crispy Stormfront give a Homelander a, a handjob from a hospital bed while she was dying. And like And nobody <laughs> suffers as you have suffered. That was that was worse than this. Or yeah. hilarious, but that was worse than this. Yeah. 
I, yeah, it just, I don't know, it just left me a little bit underwhelmed. Um, it, it, a little, little bit of blue balls going on there. What One person who definitely didn't have blue balls was the guy who splooges all over poor M.M. Oh, no, okay, M.M. <laughs> Termite brushes off him and gets him all covered in goo. Yep. And he obviously freaks out and it's his favourite jacket. And I like the way Annie straight away is like, well, find you a bathroom. It's okay, calm down, let's go. And he's like, it's sticky. <laughs> and it's just, and she's like, oh God, I don't even want to touch you. Um, but when he opens those doors. Throwing ropes. <laughs> oh, it's like, just, um, oh, I want to see the behind the scenes of that because I think it's just somebody with a bucket. Uh, I, no, I'd say that's from a hose. Oh. But no, I, it's not even when he gets covered that's hilarious the, the the line that comes after it from the oh my abs- new ringtone the absolute genius <laughs> that is Eric Kripke uh, who actually delivers the line himself in, in his first ever cameo apparently yeah. of lick it up you yummy brown bear yeah that's my new ringtone <laughs> I pissed myself laughing at that I think in context that is my favourite line ever from this show oh. I fucking died laughing at the look on Ebb's face he just closes the door <laughs> No, oh, uh, shower! That, I need to burn great. everything. That was great. <laughs> oh, just oh, got in his face. Yeah, it's in his beard. It's, in his beard. it's just, oh, burn everything. But while inside, Annie is trying to to find anybody, anybody for assistance because she's even trying to convince Blue Hawk. Yeah, I was just like, why is she talking to Blue Hawk? She knows. She was, like, concerned when A-Train brought it up. I was like, why the fuck is she actually talking to him? And then I think it is, yeah, just desperately trying to convince it's just anybody. Yeah, Soldier Boy is coming here and he's going to kill people. Yeah, <laughs> and as she's running around the house just trying to find every somebody, anybody, yeah. stumbles across the deep. Yes, having what we assume is a consensual encounter with an octopus. Yes, that a bigger o- octopus this time. And uh, that octopus is really enjoying it because even when Annie's having the the conversation with him, it's still like going to tail out of I just love the way she takes the picture and then with the face when she's going to press send. Oh yeah, no. it's so funny. <laughs> like she doesn't even look horrified at it. It's like, oh, you're fucking an octopus now. Hang on, let me let let me just take a photo of this. Like there wasn't even a oh god. Yes, yeah, su- surprise. But yeah, yeah. No, not horror. But I love his line about. Oh no, it, it was sick. That's not supposed sick. What's that got to do with taking its temperature? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and though when he got, says, "Oh, it's Homelander's idea," and she kind of looks him up and down and goes, "What was his idea?" I'm pretty sure fucking the octopus was not. <laughs> yeah. Um, meanwhile, Huey has decided to jump in and make a half-ass attempt to. Why does he? to take a run up before he jumps I don't know yeah because he, he has to like they're hiding stones behind, his way in they're hiding behind the tree line and Soldier Boy says right he's going to go in and get them and she was like oh well let me go in and like tell you a door so because you're probably going to slaughter everybody yeah because when he basically tells you as long as they don't get in my way they'll be fine yeah and yeah so Huey goes in but yeah he does he, he runs out of the tree line about three or four steps and then poofs into the house yeah it's like he's got to like take a run up to it yeah, but, but when he poofs into the house he just appears yeah and he, he all he said before was that he just had to clench his butt and it happened yeah well he's done that before he, we, when he showed Annie at, at Chim Country mm. and he was like I need to tell you something and he just goes poof, poof from one place to like he didn't have to run at it then yeah I don't know it was a, it was a weird choice it was a weird choice it was a weird run I think that was <laughs> what it was more than anything it wasn't it wasn't like he was like oh I'm just gonna walk away from you guys just in case 
It was, I'm going to take three galloping leaps. Season two, episode six, we had MM's funny <gasps> run. MM does have a funny run. And season three, episode six, we have Huey's funny run. It's so weird. It's like, you know, when you, um, the guys who do the triple jump. Yeah. When, when, yeah, they, yeah, when yeah, they do yeah. the run up and they hit the board and they take the three big leaps. Yeah. That's basically what he was doing. That or, or prancing through a meadow of daisies. If he had run and just before he teleported said, Teleport! <laughs> I felt I might have been okay with it. <laughs> but yeah, he gets inside and does very little in terms well, of trying to... Well, he runs away from a lady with glowing eyes and I don't blame him because apparently she melted somebody else's cock ring. Yeah. And then he's also propositioned by the guy with the, the buzzy nipples. Yes. And then he bumps into A-Train and is immediately sidetracked in, in trying to save people because he wants to have a go at A-Train. Yeah, does he find the TNT twins or does he just... He does spot them at one point because he looks oh, at the Oh, they're bickering. When yeah. they're bickering in front of the TV and she's tell, there's like, I hated every moment of working with you. I hated your clammy hand. I should have killed you in the womb. Uh, it's that's that. a fucking brilliant line as well. <laughs> should have killed you in the womb. <laughs> and her cackle as well. <laughs> oh, when she finally gets the TiVo working, that is a cackle. But yeah, that I can't remember when of. it is Huey spots them, if it's before or after no, it's fighting the train No, I think it is before. Af- it's before and he's actually backing out of the room to go and leave and bumps into him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I knew you were into fucking soups, but I'm not on the table. <laughs> yeah. And I really, I really like the way that goes down for yeah. a, a ton of reasons. Adrian actually apologises. Yeah, and means it. And, and man means genuinely it. sorry. And it's like, I understand now. And, Fuck. And, <laughs> and again, much like Laz Alonso in this episode, Jesse Usher plays it phenomenally in this episode. Yes. And yeah, says, I am actually sorry when... And I think it's... He's going to just kind of piss off until Huey says that line about... Or you don't care. You, you run past and leave all the, the broken people in your wake. Yeah. And he hears that and he's like, no, fuck. What Ashley said to him earlier and with everything that's happened, he's like, no, yeah, fuck. Yeah, what I did to, to myself yeah. or what Blue Hawk did to me is exactly what I did to Yeah, no, to he does. He, gen- he does genuinely apologise. And Huey, instead of being the bigger person and accepting that apology, mm. punches him. Yeah, and you can see Huey's totally not expecting it and doesn't know how to process it. And I'm not excusing him because punching him is not the right way to go about it. No, but A-Train's response to that is, how the fuck did you do that? (laughs) Yeah. You shouldn't be able to hurt me. Even though he's like kind of, his heart's about to crap out and stuff like that, he's still got super strength and at least super resilience to a certain degree. We saw him go around like fisticuffs with the deep. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he still he still seems to have his strength and healing power. Or yeah. fortitude rather than strength. Yeah. Um, so like his his whole reaction to Huey actually hurting him is is <laughs> yeah, and poor Annie has to like fucking jump in and be like, What the fucking ever loving shit? Why are you here? Yeah, why are you here and why are you punching a train? This why is not the place of the time. Why are you wearing a beach bathrobe? <laughs> but I I just I really like the the full circle of it. Yeah. That Huey is doing what A-Train did. Huey has is gone in there to try and stop collateral damage and ends up causing a shitload of it because first he gets distracted by A-Train and doesn't accept his apology and tries to turn it into a fight. Yeah. And then him and Annie are having a fight and Soldier Boy walks in. Yeah. And he goes to try and stop him and Huey ports her out of there because he's saving her. Uh, so he, he he literally, for his own selfish reasons, because he's hopped up on V, caused a shitload of collateral damage, which is exactly what A-Train did to him in episode one. 
And yeah, I just, and I he can't it. see past it either. Like he's the way he approaches A Train, and he's like, "You never apologized for Robin," and you can see it in him because he's he's got to let him leave. And then he realizes, and then oh, he no, kind of I has this moment, him yeah, where he's like, "No, fuck this shit." And yeah. it's not that, but it is. I can actually take him now. I've killed people. I can, you know. And it's so that is not a power move at all. No, you're like, becoming, as, it's a bully move. As stupid as he was to to stand up to Homelander in episode two or three or whenever it was because it, it put Annie in jeopardy because she had to threaten Homelander that still took more bravery and more guts than what he does here no because he knows A-Train is weak yeah and he knows he's strong and there's nothing brave or courageous about trying to take him on there and demand an apology at all yeah I just it really really annoyed me Huey has really pissed me off this episode Huey's yeah. been on a steady decline he's just becoming selfish and pig ignorant and he's he the full butcher by the end of the episode. I yeah, think. he's the full he's butcher. He's just become fucking consumed with this need, and because he has what he perceives as his strength and power, he's kind of gone a little bit maniacal. But he goes, he goes into the house with a somewhat noble goal of trying to limit collateral yeah. damage. Yeah, because he's like, oh, let me go in and see where they are. And I'll tell you where... And he's like, right, you got three minutes. And he gets distracted for purely selfish reasons. Yeah. Firstly, vengeance, uh, revenge, whatever you want to call it. Pride yeah. uh, with A-Train. And then definitely pride with Annie. Because yeah. I saved you is like the first thing he the says. Fuck it. No, sorry. When, when they see Soldier Boy walking into the house... And I'm just confused by why none of the other soups are reacting to the fact that this soup who's been dead for 40 years is just wandering around. I'm going to guess, A, they're pretty involved in what they're doing, and B... Uh, but also, fresh meat. Yeah, no, the fact that nobody sees him. Even yeah, when which he's, is weird. Even when he's talking to the TNT twins, I know nobody else even, is reacting nobody, to yeah, it. Nobody even casts a, a glance over the shoulder, like, looking at what's going on. Yeah, and he's supposed to be <clears> like... The greatest. It is a bit odd, yeah, because you would expect, even if they are C-listers, and even if they are relatively young C-list superheroes, but I would, they'd still know who Soldier Boy yeah, was. Yeah, but you would still expect a bit of a needle scratch, like, Whoop. these are all people who are signed with Vaught. Yeah, they should know. Yeah, they should not They should at least recognize, be like, hey, he looks like that statue. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was a little bit odd. It just struck me as a bit weird and that nobody, until the explosion happens, nobody's like, oh, shit. Yeah, because even Blue Hawk knows who Soldier Boy is. He just doesn't believe Annie. Yeah. No, the thing that really annoyed me is that when Annie, Annie goes straight up to Huey and says, is he here? Mm. And Huey's like, oh, he's only here for the twins. Like, oh, it's all right. Like, that's like, okay. Like, it's a little pat on the head. It's okay. He's only here for the twins. And he's pro- I've made him promise not to hurt anybody. Like, the fuck, Huey? Yeah, like, you can, You made like, him promise. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. That's that's an even weaker excuse for anything than Butcher would have given. Yeah. Oh, I made him promise that he wouldn't hurt anybody. And like, okay, yeah, fair enough. He actually is just going around looking for the twins. Yeah, he doesn't you start, know. like, smacking people out of his way. <laughs> no, and, like, Huey makes everything way, way worse by, okay, when he stops Annie, he doesn't know what, what the fuck is going to happen if Annie confronts Soldier Boy. No. But the way he goes about it is so dicky. And the idea that he saved her. I saved you. Is no, like, you no, you didn't. You you stopped her from doing anything. That's I love the fact her. that she was so mad that she kept walking for a couple of paces before she realized she was naked and not in the house. <laughs> but she's like, "You teleported me, you fuck." <laughs> yep. Like she's actually made it to the full length of the car. Mm. 
But when they go back to the house after Annie and Yui have, have kind of had their fight. It's a good fight. It is a good fight. We see that M.M. finally was about to get his confrontation with Soldier Well, he Boy. got a new shirt. He did get a new shirt. He got a change of clothes. Yeah. Much happier man. He presumably had a shower in like fucking Purell or Lysol or whatever they had antibacterial on hand. Because you know you were not going to feel clean. Oh, no. Until you had at least 14 showers and removed a couple of layers of skin. <laughs> yeah. Just, aha, get it off me. But, yeah, he's ready to take on Soldier Boy one on one. Yeah, well, he throws, he's got... He throws the halothane, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't work. That's a real nice way of showing that the halothane don't work either. <laughs> yeah, like, taking the drag of it. And I kind of wish it had been like, a little bit like helium. I think that rather would have undercut the moment, don't you? It would have been hilarious. <laughs> Bloopers, just, perhaps, but not like, in the show. And yeah, it ha- it has absolutely no effect whatsoever. No, and, and MM squaring up to him and saying, "You killed my family," and, and it's the little tremor, and you can just see it. he's visibly shaking. Oh yeah, and like this is this is everything to him. You can see this is a massive moment yeah. to him. And Soldier Boy's response is, "Which one?" That's a real casual. Med- it's like yeah. he didn't even mean to say it in a way to intentionally piss him off. It's, it's like it's a genuine question of, oh, which one? Which one? Like I've killed so many people's families. Like, like you're gonna have to be a bit more specific. No, mad respect for him, man. Yeah, because when he like, hears that, yeah, he just fists up one on one bit of honor. Oh yeah, and he's happy to go down fighting. Like he knows mm-hmm. that's exactly what's going to happen. And then fucking butcher steps in and not him. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's not him. The disappointment in M.M.'s face that Butcher couldn't even let him have one shot. Let him get a punch, like... Uh, yeah, because I'm sure Soldier Boy wasn't going to... Would, would happily have just stood there and let M.M. walk up and throw a punch just to show how ineffective it would be. Yeah, no, he would have given him one. Oh, of course he would have. He would have given him one. And, like, he doesn't even get... And he M.M. says it straight away. He's like, what, you get Homelander? I don't get Soldier Boy? You're, like, basically, you're a fucking hypocrite. Oh, that's and that's exactly what it is, is Butcher doesn't want to stop Homelander because he's becoming more dangerous or erratic or anything like that. He just wants to stop Homelander because he always has. So he is very literally choosing to stop M.M.'s goal to complete yeah, his own. Yeah, where M.M. actually needs this. He needs to confront Soldier Boy. He needs to put these demons to rest. Oh, yeah. This is destroying his life. Oh, and, and that was how... This has consumed his that life. That was how Butcher got him back in this season. Was yeah. all to do with, well, we're going to go find Soldier Boy or yeah. the weapon that took out Soldier Boy or something to do with that. And then, oh, well, it's actual Soldier Boy. Let's go take him down together as this one last thing. And then, no, I'm going to drug you and go team up with Soldier Boy because fuck you, M.M. Yeah. <laughs> and M.M. pretty much does the same thing to Butcher as he did to Soldier Boy and... and <laughs> tries to take him on too. Yeah, no, he's he's going to throw down with everybody. Oh, when he goes to town with him with the baseball bat. <sighs> Just the way Butcher stops him and he goes, no, it's suicide. And he puts his hand on his chest and M.M. is like straining against oh, him yeah. and trying to move it and the frustration that's there. And Butcher's right. It is suicide, but it's not his choice. Yeah, but that's that's Butcher. I yeah. know best for everybody else. Yeah. So yeah, when he go, he gets the baseball bat and it's just move and clunks him straight in the head. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And <clears throat> I'm not sure if if I I'm glad or not that that conversation doesn't get to play out any further because mm. uh, I don't know I don't know what way it would have gone down had had it continued would Butcher have actually physically put M.M. down I think or just basically restrained him until Soldier Boy had done what he needed to do and fucked off 
He probably just would have knocked him out. I mean, that's, that's surely that's no worse than anything else he's done to the poor bastard up to this point. Yeah. Um. <laughs> as as things turns out, he gets knocked out anyway, and the first thing he does. When at least around, yeah when he, he comes checks, around he, he checks, checks on him um, I'll and give he, him that like he checks his pulse and is like oh okay yeah I'll give him that one like, thing like I think he does he does care about him but at the same time he's not gonna give him what he needs no he doesn't I don't think he's happy to have to do any of this stuff to MM but it's Butcher and, and his single mindedness and he'll do whatever he has to to accomplish his goal oh yeah it's and, totally do as I say and as I do yeah and it's just to him it's unfortunate I have to screw over MM to, to do this but I gotta do what I gotta do even if he had said to him look we just we, we'll just use him to take down Homelander and you can have him afterwards it's he'd like we, never have agreed to it yeah. and Butcher knows that yeah and that's like that's why he drugged him in the last episode yeah. but he didn't even give him a chance to like consider it and to be like yeah no and that's that's why it's so fucking wrong yeah you know and the same thing here he doesn't give him the option no. He, he takes away the option. Yeah. And it is. It's so hard to watch because it's just like, Butcher, you know his backstory and you know how bad this is. Yeah. Why? Why do you have to do this? Well, because you're Butcher and you're a fucking asshole. That's why you have to do this. Yeah. But uh, you've and you've got a fucking friend in Soldier Boy who's also an asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 the assholes three with Butcher, Soldier Boy and Huey oh, now. Oh, yes, the full trifecta. They are definitely the assholes three. And Soldier Boy is upstairs making smart ass comments about uh, poop shoots and Lincoln tunnels. Yeah, when they finally get the TiVo working and it's uh, rather. It's that goatee moment that I mentioned. Unfortunate <laughs> shot. I, I. Weird, weird question. That dick looked real weird hanging in that toilet. Um, It, it, it wasn't something that I wanted to pay a whole lot of attention to. It to was just like, oh, ah, that looks uncomfortable. It was the most graphic thing in the episode. Yeah, true. But they, except for maybe love sausage. <laughs> yeah, true. But we saw but when like, it's at that sort of like ridiculous proportion. Yeah, it's it's it, it is it's, it's comical. It's not. it's become completely comical. Yeah, but <laughs> especially when it's doing shit on its own. But yeah, when it's just sitting there on a TV screen looking at you, dangling. <laughs> yeah, so he he has his confrontation to get Hi, away from that. Kids. Yeah. They don't call him Ben, thankfully, or do they? No, but they're just, they are fucking shit. <laughs> oh, they're terrified. Ass. And immediately they bring it up. They don't even wait for him it's to not, bring it up. It wasn't our fault what happened in Nicaragua. Yeah, and they try and blame Nora. We talked about that in part one, so yeah. let's not revisit that for the sake of brevity. He's actually considering, though, what they say. He he looks like he did for before Until he can hear the the Russian radio. Yeah, before that radio or that song kicks in, it does look like he's considering what they're saying. Yeah. But it's literally only a split second, and then he hears the song. Has another little PTSD freak out. Yeah, you can see the he see the eyes twitching. Yeah, and he gets flashes of. They try to use their Wonder Twin powers, even though it's been years. And it fizzles. looks a bit crap anyway. Yeah, and yeah, it it fizzles it, out. Does nothing. <laughs> Nothing. They can't even like they're shitter than Jubilee at this point. Yeah, and they get <laughs> she was fucking shite. Yeah, uh, and to stick with the nineties references, they get Terminator twos. Oh, they up do. against the chain link fence and turned into skeletons. They get vaporized. Just and so does a lot of the house and the people inside it. Yeah, he kind of goes no. I I was surprised it was only twelve dead. I will say. Yeah, how many people were at that orgy? Well, I mean, a lot more than 12. Yeah. Like, we see loads of people running out of the house. And, like, okay, yeah, a lot of people got injured and stuff as well. Yeah. But I was when, at the end of the episode, when Annie says 12 dead, soups and 
humans. Yeah, because that was a really big. That was a like that blast took down part of that house, and that yeah. was a that was a weird like the the way the house was designed was all different like levels. Yeah. So that that definitely had to have been bits collapsing, and yeah, that was a surprisingly. Mike organized down. that orgy, didn't he? Fucking Mike. But yeah, no, that, yeah, just uh, I thought more people would have died. And again, I'm not trying to be bloodthirsty or anything, just the way it... It looks like a massive explosion when I think almost the same amount of people died in Midtown. 19. Died in Midtown. And that was, okay, that was an apartment building. But this was supposed to be like Hero Girls in the 50th, the 70th anniversary of this like ridiculous sex event. And everybody who's anybody on the C-list is supposed to be at it. Are those phrases that you can use together? Anybody who's anybody and C-list celebrity. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with it. Again, and again, actually, when, when they cut to Annie and Huey, you see another big fucking massive Kabuki. explosion off in the distance. Yeah, and she's like, I have to go. They've gotten pants at this point, thankfully. Yeah. I have a weird question. Why did Annie's necklace not tap transport with her? Well, her necklace didn't because her clothes didn't. But, but her why earring, did her ear, her ear, ear uh, Her earrings did. Yeah. Also, how did they pierce her ears when it was that hard to get the chip out of her? For brevity's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be quick this time. <laughs> I, I just... I don't know, yeah, my dear. Uh, no, the necklace <laughs> thing, I don't know why the necklace thing kind of bugged me. I think it's because I really liked that little, her necklace. Um, well, and she, she made the point of putting it back on yeah. when her mom got her the new one no not the cross the little choker one with the stars hanging off it that she even wears in the uniform you didn't know so I know nope. it's it was a no when you said necklace I just assumed you were talking about the one that Donna gave her no no no, no. the little one with the stars hanging off it the, mm. with the whole around little, yeah, little charm necklace not very observant yeah. taking notes those are my excuses yes as usual um, yeah we get to see people fleeing the house Oh, I like I like how Annie gives Huey the smackdown though before she oh, goes back. Oh, when she's like, "I gotta leave," and she's wearing slides and basketball shorts. And, and you, Huey says, "You can't." Oh. She's like, "I can't. Can I?" Hmm. Let's good. just see about that, Jolly. Yeah. Good girl. And yeah, oh yeah, Huey totally deserves that, and and probably more. In fairness, yeah. it's kind of a shame he's got the whole super healing thing because he would have had some nice tarmac burns. Yeah, just, and like, just to stick it to him for a little bit longer. Like <laughs> she'd already done it to him once in season two because she had to. Yeah, when he didn't have superpowers. Yeah. So yeah, she probably could have gone a little bit harder with him this time, just to really point it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she could have. But yeah, so she there. Wyber is going on there. He's feeling insecure. Oh, they're done. He's now fair enough. They've actually they actually have it out. Yeah, they've gotten they to the it. root of the problem, which is that he's insecure about the fact that she's a soup. And even though he got himself involved in all of this, and she rightly says on our first date, you told me that wasn't an issue. And he's like, well, it bothers me sometimes, sometimes. a little bit. No, stop trying to dig up. I don't even think he's trying to dig up. It's like he's immediately trying to backtrack it or downplay it when that was the problem in the first place. Because the second he started feeling insecure about things, he should have had this conversation with her long ago. Yeah, no, that was the problem. See, when he was when he was Hugh Campbell of FBSA, the, yeah, and he was somebody, yeah, and he had power and he was doing things. And now he's back to following around Butcher. Yeah, he he should have had this conversation with her a long time ago. Yeah, um, because that's that's where, uh, well, certainly if not all of his problems this season, but all of the problems they're having this season are coming from the fact that yeah, he feels insecure and and like he's the weaker of the two, and like she's having to save him, and that's not her fucking problem. No, that's his problem. Yes, and she yeah, he should have told her ages ago. Yeah, and he's the one who's gotten himself involved in everything. And he keeps thinking that telling her after the fact makes it okay. 
Yeah, because I'm being honest. That's not the point. <laughs> no, and it's not really being honest. No, oh, you're telling me about all the stuff you already went and did. Yeah. <laughs> against my wishes or better judgment. Yeah, no, they are, I think they are done. Yeah. Because the way she says it to him, she's like, I thought it was the drugs, but it's you. you. And then she goes and does her thing. And well, goes to do what she came there to do in the first yeah. place, which was try and limit the damage. In this case, the damage is already done. Yeah. Yeah, and you see outside the house. Help. There's blood and gore and people in trees. Love sausage survived. Yeah, bit scorched. Yeah, he's a bit scorched. Blue Hawk survived, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, when you get to see the deep running out of the house. <laughs> yeah, saving with, the octopus. With the octopus and a bag full of water. Saying we'll talk about it later. Yeah, in his little, like, fucking... <laughs> Don't start with that now or his something. His little pants. Oh, yeah, his, his tight... Uh, no, his uh, speedos. His little speedos to go with it. And looking around furtively before getting into the Hummer. I assume that's just, did anybody see me take the octopus? <laughs> or is Homelander here yet? Because Homelander's probably not going to be happy with him. No, Homelander... Well, he contacted him. He didn't know that he was going to blow Oh, yeah, he already had contacted him. Yeah, that's the whole Annie Huey fight in the house. Sorry, yeah, because she, she actually warns A-Train. She says, I shouldn't tell you, but get out of here. The Homelander's coming. Yeah. And that's it. She says it to... Uh, or Soldier Boy's here is what she tells A-Train, but she tells... I don't think she actually said anything. She just says... I shouldn't tell you or I shouldn't bother warning you yeah. but you need to get out of here and I think for A-Train well he doesn't anyway but she does warn Huey and she's like the Homelander is coming like so it doesn't matter whatever Soldier Boy may have said yeah. I promised you if the two of them start going at each other it's you know collateral damage massive property damage everybody gonna die and actually they really only trash one room when they fight yeah um, I mean he's had more aggressive sex yeah, he definitely has. Yeah, he trashed that room at Stormfront worse than they trashed this room where they fight. Yeah. But before we get to see them fight, we get something that I think I enjoyed much more. Oh, yes. Far, far well, better. well, there's two things before you... Well, one thing before you get onto that, which is um, we finally get to see the demise of Termite. That's actually after. Yeah, but... But, yeah, just, Termite... Uh, termite, by the way, going, help me, help, help me, squish. Yeah, before getting squished. Bye, Termite. Yeah, but, that, yeah, that's... that's <laughs> that is after. after, but it is a nice little nugget. Because I would love to know, because we were talking about this, that it seems to be when Soldier Boy is powering up for the blast that it stops the powers working. That seems to be the case with the TNT twins because when they go to blast him, it just kind of It does. Fizzles. Yeah, so uh, when he hit Kimiko, I thought it was the blast itself that depowers people. Yeah, but when he's going, it seems to suck in and you see the radiation detectors going Yeah, the, up. the Geiger counter goes up massively the, before he actually so explodes. So I think radiation? it's the radiation that maybe drains the superpowers and so what charges to the blast. If he lost his powers when he was tiny, did he, does and he stay tiny? Well, that's the other thing. Because he's lying on the ground being all like, well, have But A-Train hasn't lost his powers and he was in the blast. That's the, yeah, is how, how close do they actually need to be to him to lose their powers? Because Kimiko definitely did. It looked like the TNT twins did. did but A-Train definitely didn't. Termite, and, I think, is just injured. And Butcher didn't, and they were caught. Oh in yeah, it they were caught. Well. Yeah, Butcher and Yui definitely didn't. But we could say V twenty four is maybe different or whatever. But yeah, I it, how close do you have to need to be to to be yeah, powered? Yeah, because I actually hadn't realized that the A train A train can still still has his powers. Yeah. So more clarification on Vic's powers and more clarification on Soldier Boy's powers. Please, please, and thank you. Because <laughs> we're weird and pedantic like but that. Don't need any clarification on Blue Hawk's powers because it definitely didn't help him from being dragged fucking 
down he the road. He got road hauled, and oh, it made he me deserved. so happy. I, it's just a shame that it had I to happen of, so so quickly. Yeah, I wish it had been slower. Yeah, it would have been nice for his death to have been a bit more drawn out, but oh, it was definitely fitting. Oh. It was fucking beautiful. I'm sorry A-Train had to die to do it, but a fitting end for A-Train as well, yeah, I would say. Um, re- I actually quite like the way, well, A-Train's death. It's done. Yeah, yeah. It's just where he exhales. Because it's quite frantic up till then. You can hear the heart getting faster and faster and faster. And then it's just a, a very quiet breath out. And then the birds. Well, it's silence for a couple of seconds. Yeah, and and then, then the birds. And I just thought it was very, very beautiful. Yeah, no. Even I, though he had just dragged a guy to his death. Yeah, I I really liked how it was done, and I really liked how it was handled. I'm I'm it, I'm I'm assuming that's it. I'm assuming we're A Train's dead. I'm gonna go with A Train is dead. I don't if, see he had kind of already gone as far as they could go with the character in terms of you know, like he his he journey. Yeah, he of. couldn't. Ru- he was. A Viet addict who reformed, but he's bollocks because of that, and his heart was going to give out, and then he tries, like he was yeah. trying. So yeah, and if 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 he's not dead, it's going to be way too similar to what happened to him at the end of season one, where he has a heart attack and then slowly yeah. recovers. No, I, and, I'm fairly sure that. Yeah, I just I I'd, I'd be very I'm very sad to see him go. Yeah, I'm sad to see him fall. go because he was because Jesse Such Usher. Shit birds. Yeah, that was one of my favorite moments of the show. Um. <laughs> Jesse Usher is fucking brilliant, but it it's a fitting end for him, I think. And if they bring him back, it will just spoil that. Yeah. Like I don't think he was absolved of all the shitty things he did. Oh, like God, he didn't no. he didn't get retribution or anything. But if if that's if that's where it, where it ends with a train, I'm I'm happy with that. Sad to see him go, but happy with the ending. Yeah. No, I just I kind of felt like they were at the end of the journey. Yeah. No, there wasn't very many other places they could go. Yeah. Go with them that wouldn't have been retreading all the Whereas ground. the deep, because the deep is just so eager to please, is quite fun. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can just keep playing with them and just keep introducing new people for him to be like, yes, master. Uh, yeah. There's definitely more what... to do with the deep, and I would have been I would have been very upset. I had they killed off the deep. Do you think the was looking for Cassandra when he ran out of that house? Do I fuck? I don't even think she was. Well, I doubt she was there. And if she was there, no, was, no, no, it was like shit. Did she see me take the octopus? Oh no, that's. Uh, yeah, I think it was just who might have seen me take the octopus is probably what he was looking at. But yeah, he gets the hell out of dodge before anybody arrives. Yeah. And yeah, no, we because we lose three soups in the space of about twenty seconds on screen. Yeah. Because Blue Hawk dies and or is dead when A Train stops. Then A Train dies, and then we cut back to Termite, and then he dies. Yeah. Quickest. And the TNT twins are are vaporized. Yeah, they're vaporized. Fucking Blue Hawk and Termite all dead. Bye bye, guys. <laughs> you were fun. Yeah, but Blue Hawk and A Train aren't on site. Uh, oh, sorry, five. <laughs> <laughs> um. I wonder what we'll get next week in terms of like memorial for A-Train or like just like how, how they will handle it. Will they let people know what like... Oh, do you think they're going to admit that they've lost another soup? Yeah, will they just say... Will <laughs> they at just... this point, like... So, Noir is in the wind. Deep is... Oh yeah, by, what, by, by the end of by the episode. The end of, like, the seven stands now is Homelander. Homelander and Deep. That's it. Uh, and, and Annie... Well, Annie's not. Supposedly. Annie's just quit. Yeah, Maeve is God knows where. Yeah, Black Nora's on the run as well. They just killed off Alex. Yeah, and they just killed off Adrian. Yeah. So it's just Homelander in the deep. That's all. That's and the Ashley. two. The two. <laughs> but yeah, we we get to to see a big old fight scene when Homelander arrives, and I really like just 
I just like the fact when he walks into the room and it's Soldier Boy and Butcher. Yeah. And he's just like, it's you two. I <laughs> yeah, should have known. Of course, of course it's, it's you two. two. I should have known. It's all about me. <laughs> well, it's like- always been about me. And it's like, yeah, he's not wrong. Uh, well, certainly with Butcher anyway. Yeah. Soldier Boy doesn't really give a shit. Yeah. But I do like how when he says oh, to Butcher, oh, you cheated. And lasers him. He basically has just given away his best move to yeah, Soldier Boy. Yeah, because Soldier Boy's like, huh? Oh, you've got laser vision, eh? Because he doesn't, Soldier Boy doesn't seem to have, except for obviously this boom thing in his chest, which seems to be a new addition. Yeah. He doesn't seem to have many more enhancements beyond, like, he's kind of very similar to Maeve. Yeah, he's just super, super, super strong. Yeah, he, he very much is the kind of just Captain America super soldier serum. And 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 impenetrable on the inside, as we saw when they shot that uh, AK in yeah. his mouth. Yeah. So maybe again, presumably more powerful than Maeve. But yeah, no fancy powers like Stormfront or Homelander or, or anybody else. Yeah. Just super, super strong. Yeah, like I like the fact that he like used to party with Liberty as well. <laughs> yeah. Like and if only he knew, because he does say he was like, I was in the Eagle's nest. Yeah. Oh, it's good job they didn't. They should have probably told him before sending him in there. This guy used to fuck Liberty, who by the way is a closet Nazi. Uh, Not even a closet Nazi. Oh my God, if they told him all of that, they would have given him reason to actually try and kill Homelander. I do like how, uh, speaking of the, the, the Captain America reference to Soldier Boy, the fight scene is very reminiscent of the fight scene at the end of Civil War. Oh, it's a three-way yeah, yeah, fight yeah. scene. Uh, well, until Huey shows up of Butcher and Soldier Boy versus Homelander. Yeah. And yeah, I just I just like that a little bit. It but the very, fight scene yeah. itself, uh, also it's in quite a tight space like, like it was in Civil War, but it's shot so well. And like with Kimiko's fight earlier, there's real weight to that fight scene. Like you I feel the hits. honestly thought Soldier Boy in a straight punch-up would have had Homelander because I Homelander can't really fight. No. Homelander's never had to. Soldier Boy actually was a soldier, like has actual like experience. Yeah. And the same then as well with Butcher. Butcher's a brawler. And I just expected them to get a couple... Well, Butcher gets a couple more, like, kind of dirty digs in. Yeah, no, they get... They, like, but I just... I was like, huh, huh. I would have expected them to get a couple more combos and stuff in. Uh, no, I really liked what we got, and I thought it fit, because it, to me, I took it as... like Homelander is definitely stronger than both of them. Yeah. But not combined. And with the addition of, of Soldier Boy's blast power, that might be just enough to take him out. But in that fight scene, I think both men are... Homelander and Soldier Boy are underestimating each other. Yeah. Homelander is underestimating how strong and, and like, just how good of a fighter Soldier Boy is. I and Soldier just, Boy is, is... I think there's a little bit there as well. Because Homelander was saying, "I you were my idol. I watched all your films. And it's like, oh, shit, my idol's beating on me. <laughs> yeah. but he <laughs> I says, don't want to hit that pretty face. He says, you were the only one who was nearly as strong, strong as, as me. me. So he thinks, oh, he's not as strong as me. I can easily take him. Not thinking this guy's a fighter. Yeah. And Soldier Boy is thinking, oh, this guy's not that strong. I'll be able to take him. Whereas Homelander is stronger, but isn't a fighter. Yeah. And I like that, that that bit of balance was there until Butcher stands back up. And it's like, hey, I'm not dead. I have Paris too. And in between all that chaos happening, you've got MM waking up, palming a gun, aiming, and then Annie stepping in and talking him back down off the ledge. I love that. The way she, and she's like, no, we need to go. There are people who need help. Yeah, I absolutely love it because that... She pulls him back in. 
that is what MM needs to do to triumph over Soldier Boy. He doesn't need to kill Soldier Boy. He said he needs to get, you know, to get this obsession with Soldier Boy to stop having a control over him before yeah. it ends him. And from what I can see, the best way to do that would be to not try and kill him when you have the chance and go and do a worthy and good thing instead, which yeah, is help you, you people. You see then him going outside, you see him setting up a triage area. And yeah, you, you see it Yeah, you can. see it later on, but just there in, in that moment when Annie's trying to convince him, you see he's like, fuck, she's, she is right. Yeah. And as much as I want to take the low road, because you've seen that I the need whole, to take the high road. MM the whole way through has always had decency and honour. From the his first introduction where he's working with at you at risk kids yeah right the way up to and it was like ah for, fuck that pissed me off so much in season yeah. one because I was like Butcher what are you doing but... these, these, like these kids need him and now he can no longer work there because even though his record's been expunged what facility <laughs> is yeah. going to <laughs> yeah that'll be a tough one to explain but that yeah. that was it was why... okay it was expunged by the CIA that was why I got so upset when MM started talking about fuck the high road I want to take the low road yeah. so I was like no not you not no, you so when he the only one who, ne- who yes. doesn't get down in the dirt so when he actually takes the high road at the end of the episode at the, the point where you it's hardest for him to take the high road he still takes it as yeah. it just proves why he's better than Huey and why he's better than Butcher he is. And, He's better and, than all of them. Yeah, him and Andy are the shining lights of morality and strength of character in this no, show. No, and the pair of them bonding going up to this as well. And she understands, like she knows his story. She knows how important this soldier boy issue is to him. And she understands that this is your fight. You need to be out here and doing this. You need to like feed your soul. Yeah. Because trying to kill him will just make you hate him more. Yeah. or get and yourself killed back to the the fight then which continues after they go yeah oh I'm sorry when they're both like laser beaming each other and Homelander's floating and Soldier Boy <laughs> just grabs him the... and slaps him into the ground no capes <laughs> and yeah. the mode was fucking right one of the things that I did really like about the fight scene it's in the the earliest part of it is after Homelander has telegraphed that he has laser vision yeah he flies into Soldier Boy pins him up against the wall and is just about to laser him but because Soldier Boy knows now he goes straight in for the uppercut yeah and it goes up through the ceiling yeah so he gave away his best move and, and Soldier Boy cottoned onto it straight away yeah I just thought there would have it, it just seemed like a very kind of wishy-washy slappy fight as opposed to a sharp, precise military kind of fight, which I was expecting. Well, Soldier Boy hasn't fought in from, 40 years as yeah, well, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Homelander obviously was going to be sloppy. Yeah, well, we knew Homelander was going to be sloppy. Um, but then when Butcher throws in, I was he does get a bit messy, which is nice. But but and Butcher is a brawler anyway. Yeah. Like we said, but we haven't seen him brawl properly since he took out Translucent. That's what I was going to say. If you did the scene with Translucent. The way he takes him out is very similar and we almost get the exact same smile. Only he doesn't have um, blood blood all over his yeah. teeth. I love Homelander's surprise when Huey jumps in as well. No, I... He's like, oh, you too? <laughs> when he looks at Butcher and he goes, what have you done? And Butcher just goes, scorched earth. And it's like, yeah, no <laughs> shit. I lo- like, he gets it. He's like, what have you done? And he clearly knows about V24. Yeah. So... He's going to put two and two together and realise that Maeve smelled like Butcher and Butcher suddenly has superpowers. Yeah, if Maeve is, <laughs> if Maeve is still alive... I think I reckon Maeve is... Oh, God, I really hope Maeve isn't attached to that hospital bed. But <laughs> <laughs> I when, reckon he's kept Maeve alive. He's not going to kill her. 
No, I know. I don't. But he's gonna she's not, keep her. They're not gonna have killed her off screen. No, but nobody he, of the no, nobody in the main cast is gonna get killed off screen. No, he's got her. He's gonna keep her somewhere. But after Huey shows up and they get the better of Homelander, and the Soldier Boy is is powering up to blast him. Yeah. And he nopes out of there. <laughs> he manages to nope out of there in much the same way that Stormfront did yeah. when she was fighting with the three girls. Apparently boys make a big fucking mess of it. Yeah, so when it comes to, to boys getting it done versus girls getting it done, uh, boys blow up a whole house and kill a shitload of people. Girls do it out in the country with virtually no collateral damage. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just Except for Becca. Well, yeah, but that was that wasn't even because of yeah. that fight. So yeah, no, I just like that little parallel there of when the girls get lads. it done, they do it properly. Yeah. When boys get it done, it gets very messy. Yes, it does. I do like the fact that the three of them had to dog pilot on him as well. Oh, and it wasn't, yeah. But but then Soldier Boy can't get it up because he already blew his load earlier. He definitely seems to have trouble getting there. Yeah, there's a lot of strained grunting going on on and, from all parties. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure if it was just supposed to be for the drama of it and to make it tense. Or no, it, it actually was, it did, does seem deliberate. Like he couldn't. It also power was up it white quick. and not red. Oh, was there a color change? Sorry, yeah, colorblind. you're colorblind. Um, it's white, not red. Uh right. So yeah. there was uh, okay. So um, yeah. So there's again so clarification we, on the Paris. Yes, please. <laughs> But yeah, Homelander nopes the fuck out of there and all we see of him before the episode ends is he's back at the mirror and I think the mirror isn't talking to him. Yeah, I think the mirror is angry at him. Yeah, we might see more in the next episode. Yeah. You pointed out actually one thing we didn't get to see with Homelander in this episode. I honestly thought that Homelander would, this would be the episode with the cow. Well, fuck, maybe that's where he goes. Does he go to have a little, like... Like, you know the way when Stan dressed him down in the start of season two, he fucked off and spent some time with Ryan, and then he fucked that up, so he fucked off to spend some time with Stillwell, doppelganger? Yeah. So I, I wonder, is he going to run off to the countryside and, and play around with the cow? Well, he burnt his cabin to the ground. I think after what Annie does and the beating he's just gotten because let's assume apart from when he was in the bad room and they were testing what sort of damage Homelander could withstand when he was younger the only person that's hurt him up to this point is Ryan yeah Ryan knocked him down Ryan knocked him down Butcher went through the suit and like knocked him over yeah, no, no, but he's up got to that a point, fucking black eye. Yeah, he's got in a black mirror. eye in there. Yeah, he's he's never taken a beating from he's somebody. Actually bruised, even like yeah. The only this is the first time that he's been bested. I'd say this is the first time he's ever been in a fight, as opposed to him showing up and killing somebody. Yeah, because normally he just shows up and lasers everybody. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I did, he he's really not gonna be um, stable. <laughs> no, at all no. and after what Annie says yeah I think he or, might I think he might just go to ground and run rather than the threat that he's told of I'll kill everybody and I'll take over the world and no he's gonna, he's gonna go he's, gonna, run he's gonna go and lick his wounds for a while anyway yeah I think that might be where the cow comes into it yeah but I honestly thought I would like when I they announced that they were gonna do Herogasm and the trailer came out and there was a cow being milked by Homelander. And Homelander. And I was like, oh, oh, there's that's that's clearly from Hero Gasm. <laughs> yeah. But apparently not. No. And the episode then ends off with Oh, I know there is there is a scene in there where Frenchie and Kimiko talk, but we already talked about it. Yeah. That. So all that's left is Annie making a stand. Yeah. And going, what a stand. Yeah, she she lays it almost all out, but she lays it pretty much all out. Yeah. Basically everybody's lying to you. They're not safe. 
it's Soldier Boy doing this. Yeah, Soldier Boy killed people. Homeland is going to tell you that they have it under control. And there's like 19 million watching her live. Yeah, 19 million watching her live. All the comments as they come up are by and large positive and in support of Starlight. There's one or two people who have like are like disbelieve her or like no Homelander's the boss probably Todd and everybody else is like supportive of her and there's a couple of uh, hashtags of like believe Starlight and then a ton of uh, hashtags of Vought lied people died yeah well like Vought when you look at the track records Annie has spoken out already about two things like they've had she spoke out about uh, the deep and then during the whole Stormfront thing they had to issue a public apology to her. Oh, they had to say that she was actually the one who took down Stormfront and, and had been framed. That's a yeah. good point, yeah. Versus Vought, who have been covering up V for years, then used a Nazi to promote it in the military. As Stan said, she has the, what was it, 96% approval rating? Yeah, nobody's, nobody's ever, ever had, had that. that. Vic had told her earlier on in the episode, she, she's the... the America's Stan laid it out he said the power isn't in that it's in getting people to listen to you oh, well yeah it's been getting people to, to, to bend to your will but yeah that this is the power that Starlight's realised that she already, has yeah, she's it's, already proven herself to the American public as a trustworthy person yeah and she says that to M.M. when he says are you sure she's like Homelander made me America's sweetheart he's going to regret that yeah and yeah, yeah. I like I do like how she points she has she makes the point of saying my name isn't Starlight no I'm going to continue speaking the truth I should have spoke up sooner yeah. I'm sorry for that and then yeah uh, she, she quits she says my name is Andrew Jed Annie January. January and I fucking quit yeah and Take Oof. it out of that. Oh my god, Ashley's gonna be bald next episode. Oh, can, yeah, can we please see Ashley's Ashley. response to this? That would be awesome. Homer running up the stairs after finding out Marge is pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just <laughs> Yeah, no. Because that is that is the, the the cat well and truly out of the bag. Like yeah. I mean there's probably some more dirty vault secrets, but that's that's the big thing that they, yeah. you know. Because uh, all these people who've probably signed NDAs and stuff like that, who've taken the payouts, they're all gonna come out now. Oh yeah, everybody can come out of the woodwork. Oh I can't wait to see Seth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Seth will stay a loyal company fucking shill. He's not that loyal. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he is. <laughs> But yeah, no, that that was a hell of an episode. Like I, whatever about the disappointing orgy, the the contents of the episode itself, all the character stuff, all yeah. the plot stuff, uh, little Nina sucked, but whatever. The rest of it, fucking nine and a half out of ten, I would say still. Yeah, no, I just the there's there. I have I do have a very big soft spot for Herogasm, the the issue, the comic. Oh yeah, just because it is complete madness. Like, and we've had little snippets of it throughout the series. Like, the Jack from Jupiter porn yeah. is a scene from Herogasm. Yeah, there have been nods here and there. To to it happening. Um, all the stuff in the, the sex club or in the, the soup club in season one happen in Herogasm as well. Some yeah. Of the scenarios. But I think in, in the comics as well, that was a spin-off. Yeah. And all the stuff that happens in it doesn't there's there's one or two small plot points that carry over to the main run of the boys comics. But yeah. if you didn't read Herogasm you wouldn't miss No. Anything from the main main plot of the boys. You'd miss the awesome comic itself. And yeah. it's fucking terrible. I, ju- I just love the premise of it in the comic book, which is once a year 
or every yes. four years or something no, like that. No, it is. It's, it's like once, the, once a year, was, they yeah. have a, a, a crisis event like you get in comics. Where they have not, to have this massive cross team up to go into fight. outer space or another dimension to yeah. fight some big bad and like all the villains and everybody get involved because it's this great earth. You know, it's Thanos or it's fucking it's, yeah, whatever, yeah. whoever. And they, But instead, they all fly off to... Have a giant orgy. ...in a private resort for a week. Yeah, and I mean, I know, I know I've criticised Garth Ennis for being, like, intentionally edgy in the past. But that's but like hilarious. The, but the stuff that's in there is, like, it, it is debauched. There's people, like, snorting ground-up fetuses and stuff yeah. like that. In it. It's really fucked up. And again, edgy for the sake of edgy in it, but... Like, the they way do, they, they touch on some bits of when they, in Diabolical, when the, I can't remember exactly. Oh, when I'm your pusher. I'm your pusher, when they're talking about them liking all the drugs mixed with different things, that's all out of herogasm. Yeah, like, yeah, the, actually, that's the really he, they, good point. He likes his coke mixed, uh, coke with adrenaline. Like, yeah, um, and. Because uh, they are doing really, really. The Great fun. White Wonder with his, his heroin enemas. Yeah. And yeah, that, that was more. Tech Knight and the. Armadillo the and the me. cat and the moon. And again, I, I I don't mean to be beating off a dead horse, but like we, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. <laughs> yeah, where was a big floppy donkey dick? But yeah, it's there should have at least been a donkey show. For again, it's just to do with what I felt like we were being promised and what we yeah. were going to get versus what we actually got and versus what's in the comics. They could have done a little bit more. Yeah. But still, I, as much as we're bitching, I did really, really enjoy the the. Yeah, the I just, itself. I just felt that it maybe did not necessitate the warning at the start. That no, it was a bit over the top. Yeah, that was like, yeah, um, <laughs> it was a bit oh. over the top. Also, they mentioned aerial penetration, and I didn't see any. Yeah, I then like we. Apart from the floating dildo, but that's they yeah. said floating dildos. You can't say aerial penetration, floating dildos, and and not have two separate instances. Yeah. Because there was definitely someone in episode one, season one. Yes, there was. Yeah. And that's... Um, who, who is the other flying soup? Who? There has to be... There's at least one of... Well, that wasn't Homelander having flying sex no. in the soup club. And we heard... I think a couple of them can fly. We, well, no, I don't... Apart from... Nubia definitely can fly. Yes, and that was canon, but that's diabolical and again. And Prince can. Yes, again, but that was diabolical. But in show, the only people we've ever seen fly are Homelander and Stormfront and that guy having sex in the very first episode. That's enough. And whoever it was that was jerking it outside the window of a Boeing 737. <laughs> but I'll assume that was the same guy from episode one. Yeah. So who's the other flyer? I don't know. Somebody can. Somebody can fly. Yeah, I'm just... No. I suppose they just couldn't be asked using special effects for somebody who's not a main character. If you know, like they're yeah. not going to have a, a, a shockwave or a blue hawk or somebody who's only in it for an episode be a flyer because then they have to... Oh, we had Swatto. Sorry. Yeah, but Swatto had wings. Swatto had wings and lasted about 10 seconds. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Much like most of them in Herogasm. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But um, I I can't wait to see where they go next. We've only got two episodes left. I wish we had more. Yeah. I I mean, things are definitely coming to a head. I honestly think, given that it's Kripke, I think this is going to be a five-season run. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get many more seasons out of it, and I kind of don't want them I to. I think we're going to get Soldier Boy into season four. Yeah, I think we will. I think I think we should maybe save it for season wrap talk, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, in terms of the next two episodes, uh, I, think I couldn't really tell you what's going to happen. We're going to get some form of culmination of, of, of the Soldier Boy versus Homelander. Yeah. I don't think either of them will die. But no, but, but I think there is going to be a big. There will be a clear victor, and there will be a clear loser. It's going to be a Superman Doomsday. 
Yeah. Ball, um, probably in the middle of New York. A lot of people will, a lot of our, our characters will get caught in the fallout. Yeah. I kind of hope we don't see any other characters die. No. I especially hope none of the boys die. I've heard some people saying they think Maeve might die, but after they got rid of A-Train, I don't think they'll kill Maeve. No, I think they're... Uh, I really I, hope they don't kill Maeve. I'm pretty sure he's got her somewhere, and I don't know, I think she's going to be pivotal. Yeah, I don't, yeah, and Black Noir as well, what's he up to? Will we get Stan Edgar back? Yeah, I think you're right that Noir's run to Edgar. Yeah, I think I think Nora's run to Edgar. Or maybe, maybe he's run to do something with Maeve. But probably gone to Edgar. I reckon he's gone to Edgar. But we only have a couple of days to wait until we find out. Yes. Thankfully. Yes. Um, as I said, two more weeks. And we will be back next Monday, as usual. Hopefully for just a normal one episode again. And not a two-parter. It depends on how much is in it. Yeah, we'll talk as much as we need to talk. Yeah. <laughs> but as ever, guys, thank you for joining us. And in the meantime, before next week, if you want, you can head back and check out our previous episodes or you can check out our other podcast, Mono Rants at the Movies. Or if you want, you can come and chat with us on Twitter at Rants Mono, on Instagram at Mono Rants underscore the underscore boys. And you can send your own rants to Mono Rants Podcast at gmail.com. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We are Science Fiction Remnant. This is the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. We are the Caribbean Science Fiction Network. We are Monorats. We are One Corp Level 2 Podcast. This is Sci-Fi.